the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast of the Pray. It's being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's entitled, Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. Something God wants every born-again believer to do, including me and you. All of us who are children of God have the awesome opportunity to have a close, intimate relationship with God Almighty. But unfortunately, not many of us have and enjoy a close, intimate relationship with Him like God wants it to be between Him and you and me. The good news is that there are things that can be done by each of us to increase the intimacy between God and us. There are pathways that the Bible tells us that each of us can follow that'll help us to get to the place where the close, intimate relationship with God that He desires us to have with Him Let's learn about some of those pathways that'll help us to get there. That is, into the more intimate relationship with God that He wants to have with us. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Pathways to Increase Intimacy with God. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the Word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Yes, but we'll get to that later, though. We're not going to talk about that one right now. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. That way I can get off of it. Turn to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Verse 7, because otherwise you'd be like, I should have listened to my body and said, don't come. Praise God. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7. A question is being posed here that lets us know how good it is to draw near to God. It says in verse 7, For what nation is there so great who have God so nigh unto them? as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. Praise God. Now, let me, let me, let me help you with that question. I'm going to rephrase it because I know you read it that way. It gets you twisting and turning, praise God, because they're doing it in old English, English and eloquent at the same time. Praise God. So it's kind of like untwisted a little bit. I'm going to rephrase it for you. It would read like this if I would rephrase it. The nation that is so great is the nation that has God near to them. The nation that is so great is the nation that God has near unto them. Now, when he's talking about nation, he's not just talking about a group of people. He's talking about an individual person because nations are talking about people. Are you listening to me? Up to and including individual people. You are a nation. The Bible told you you are in the book of 1 Peter. You are a holy nation. One that's been separated out different than everything and everybody else. You ain't like everybody else. Other people might not have your nationality, but they ain't the same nation as you. Because your nationality is natural. Yours is spiritual. You are a child of the most high God. You want to take your origin back to a country. Let me take it back further. It's to a place called heaven. Out of an a, a, a entity named God. Praise God. 
Elohim. The one that breathed you out, created you, molded you, and shaped you. You a different type of people, baby. You ain't like everybody else. It's everybody else to stay away from him. It's you to draw close to him. It's everybody else that don't know him. It's you that know him and the power of his excellence. You you somebody different, praise God. That's why it's such an insult for a child of God to try to act like the world. I said that's why it's such an insult for you to act like the world. That's what I said, praise God. Because they don't know God. They ain't holy like me and you. They don't have the privileges that we do. That's what I said, praise God. Ain't nobody like you. Because you've been created in the image and likeness of God. That's why they walk around acting like dogs. Does anybody hear me up in here? You are a holy nation. A chosen generation. That's called forth to show forth his glory. You ain't like everybody else. Quit trying to be like everybody else. Why would you settle for less when you're already the best? The nation that is so great is a nation that has God near to them. In other words, the greatness of a man or woman is based upon their proximity to God. Oh, come on. I'm about to hit singles tomorrow. Praise God. The greatness of a man or a woman is based upon their proximity to God. Not what shape their body is in, what shape their spirit is in. It ain't about the curls they got on their head. It's whether they walk in line with what God said. That's the greatness of a man. Greatness of a man is determined by how close he is to his God. Because if you ain't close to God, you ain't nothing. But God made you to be something. That's why he's inviting you to draw near. Is anybody hearing me up in here? The nearer he or she is to God, the greater he or she is. We stay out of tomorrow's message. Therefore, you don't want to see how close they can get to you. You want to see how close they can get to God. Because if they can't get, get close to God, get them away from you. I need to stay out of tomorrow's message. Because you don't want no monkeys giving up their butt. What you're looking for is somebody that loves God. Come on, let's get back to this message. Praise God. I'm back over here mixing messages. Praise God. <laughs> over here mixing messages. Y'all singles better watch yourself. The amplified version, it reads it this way. Amplified version renders the question in this verse thusly. It says, for what great nation is there who has a God so near to them as the Lord our God is to us? What For what great nation is there who has a God so near to them as the Lord our God is to us in all things? 
for which we call upon him. No religion has a God like we have. They have idols, tikis, figments of imaginations. Ours is the living God. He talks. He moves. He lives. He's all that. We have a God who allows us to come near. We have a God who allows us to come near. There is no people who have a God like we have. Our God not only allows us to come near, but he wants us to come near. Our God not only allows us to come near, but he wants us to come near. It's one thing to allow somebody to do something. It's a whole other thing to invite them to do something. Come on now. Y'all done threw enough parties at the house, get-togethers, fellowships, whatever you want to call them. You done threw enough at the house that you know that there was some folk that was invited and some folk that wasn't. Some folk you invited came and some folk came with them. One you invited, one you allowed. Does that make sense? Them two different peoples. Them two different peoples. One of them, you was glad to say, hey, what's up? Oh. Another one, you was like, oh. <laughs> like, ooh. Does it make sense? Turn to Matthew chapter 11. Well, you invited. You're not just going to show up. You invited. You're not just going to show up and see what happened. Mm-mm. You might be able to, you might be able to party crash. You might be able to wedding crash. But you can't heaven crash. Only the folks that's invited come up in there. Matthew chapter 11. There ain't going to be no heaven crashes. Matthew chapter 11. See, through Jesus Christ, God is beckoning us to come unto him. Through Jesus Christ, God is beckoning us to come unto him. Let's read the verse, starting with verse 27, letters in red. So we see Jesus speaking. That way we know it ain't no lie. It says, all things are delivered unto me of my father, and no man knoweth the son. But the father, neither knoweth any man, the father, save the son and he to whom the son will reveal him, which means that you can't even get to the father unless the son reveals him to you. Wouldn't even know where to go. Wouldn't even know what to do. Wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. You just wouldn't know. You wouldn't even know. You'd be thinking that you're doing what you're supposed to do and ain't doing none of what you're supposed to do. You'd be thinking that you're not doing what you're supposed to do when you're actually doing what you're supposed to do. You just won't know until he reveals it to you. That's why he says in verse 28, come unto me. All ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Notice he said, come unto me. That word come right there means come hither. Come hither. Can I hood it? Come here. <laughs> God wants you to come here. The inference is to a specific or specified location or destination. The inference is to a specific or specified location or destination. For instance, if you'd have been coming to Word of Faith, you'd have had to come to 1928 Bassey Road presently. But if you went down the street somewhere to 1947, something like that, you didn't get specific enough to get to where you got to get to. You're in the vicinity, but you'll never make it here. Because you don't get in here until you come to 1928 Bassey Road presently. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Because you know now the building in San Antonio is going to hold what the Lord's about to do. That's why you got to come ham. You just don't come. You got to come here. 
The inference is to a specific or specified location or destination. See, God has a specified location and a destination for you to be able to come unto him. He said, come unto me. The word unto means forward to. That is towards. Forward to. That is towards. It's a preposition of of, of direction. In such a way, was God needs you to come in his direction. I love the Lord. All you got to do is go in the right direction. He'll point you the rest of the way. He'll direct you the rest of the way. Come on now. I know somebody had to drive you home sometime. And there might have been a person that didn't know how to get to your house at any time. But all they had to do was point their car in the right direction. And you, t- you was the one that gave the rest of the directions. Praise God. That when it came time to turn, they let you know. When it came time to, to turn, which way they turn, they told you which way to turn. Well, that's what he's saying to you when he said, come unto me. You just point yourself in my direction and start coming. I'll guide you. I'll make sure you get to your destination. Because I know how to get you there. Y'all, you got to do is get up and get to moving. Are you listening to me? I'll take it from there. Come on now. Anytime the Lord ever says, come, a lot of times he got more in store, but you got to do that one first and then he'll tell you the next part. Come on now. Anybody ever told you to get up? Oh, don't get quiet. Don't get no condemnation. I'm just asking a question. Praise God. And then after you got up, then you heard the next part of what he wanted you to do. Not enough people said that. They must not have got up. Praise God. (laughs) Next time, get up. And then you'll find out the rest of what you want you to do. He said, come unto me. That me is talking about Jesus. That's who we're coming unto. We're coming unto Jesus. Hallelujah. We're coming unto Jesus. So we know exactly where we're coming. Verse 29 said, when you get there, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. For I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls. He said, take, your, take my yoke upon, uh, uh, upon you and learn of me. This is what you do when you come. As you're approaching him, as you're drawing nigh unto him, as you're drawing near to him. This is what he wants you to do. He said, take my yoke upon me. My yoke, that word yoke is coupling, coupling, which is something that's going to lock you in with him. Something that's going to lock you in with him. I like that because see, when you get locked in with him and he know how to get to the father, then he can get you to the father. So you don't have to worry about going wayward or going astray because you locked in with him. Come on now. I find this one police take, take criminals away. They lock them up, lock them in with them. Praise God sometimes. Why? To make sure they don't get away. Because if you try to bolt, he already locked in with him. You can't go nowhere because he's right there. The purpose is to direct you someplace and get you someplace. God wants you to get locked in with the Lord. Why? So that you can make the moves he make. Go in the direction he goes. And begin to and line up with him because as you lined up with him, then he'll be able to get you to the destination he has in store for you. But in order to do that, you got to take that yoke upon you. That word take right there means to lift up. I like that, to lift it up, praise God. Lift it up. You got to pick it up and then lift it up. Figuratively, it means to raise, to raise. I like this, and keep in suspense. To raise and keep in suspense. The implication is to pick it up and don't lay it down. Pick it up and don't lay it Because see, a lot of us pick up stuff, but we lay it back down later. When he said, when you do this, pick this up and don't lay it down. When I start showing you what to do, don't stop doing it. When I start showing you how to conduct yourself, don't stop doing it. Pick this up. Don't let it down. No matter what happens, no matter who says what, no matter who stays, who leaves, don't stop. Just keep doing what I say to do. And you will draw near to me like, like you desire to. He said, take my yoke upon you, my coupling upon you. Lift it up. Raise it up. Keep it in suspense. Hold it up. Don't let it down. Don't lay it down. And what will happen? And learn of me. And learn of me. That word learn right there means to learn. That's deep. It does. It's deep. 
That means to learn. But it's not learn a specific way. It's learn anyway. It's not learn in a specific way. It's learn in any way. Which means however he teach you, get taught. No matter what he show you, loin it. Loin it. Make sure you learn it. It also translates understand. I love this. It also translates understand, which means don't just learn it. Understand it. Don't just learn it. Understand it. I'm going to teach you some things, but don't try to just memorize this because you'll forget this. Understand what I'm saying to you. Because when you understand it, you'll, you'll be able to stand it. You'll be able to keep doing it. Does that make sense? I remember, I remember, I remember many, many moons ago, praise God, when I was learning in accounting. Praise God, because that was one of the things I wanted to learn was accounting. Praise God. Hey, man, praise God. And that's because I could be accountant. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be able to know whether my accountant was doing what he was doing. Praise God. So I wanted to learn accounting so I could know whether my accountant is doing what he's doing. He's supposed to be doing, praise God. I ain't going to tell you why, because that's, you know, that's a whole other subject, praise God. But anyway, basic premise is this, praise God, is I wanted to make sure my money didn't come up missing. Hallelujah. So I was going to learn accounting. So when he tried to fluff me and bluff me, I was going to stop him from doing it to anybody else in the future. Praise God. Amen. That's another teaching altogether. Thank God for the blood. But anyway, when I learned accounting, I didn't just learn it as in learn what to do. I learned why you do what you do. That's why many times I would tutor accounting because people would try to go through this class and they couldn't understand what it was because it seemed in their mind backwards. And so they was having trouble with it. And so I would tutor them. Praise God. And they said, I've been tutored before. I said, you ain't been tutored by me. Praise God. And then when they, when they would sit down, they would be ready for long sessions. They would be ready for multiple sessions. And I would do it in a few sessions and I'd have them walking out completely understanding accounting. Why? Because I understood accounting. I understand accounting. I understand it. Are you listening to me? The Bible tells us about the things of God and all you're getting, get understanding. See, it's important for you to understand it. That's why a lot of you drop it because you don't understand it. That's why a lot of you put it down later because you don't understand it. That's why a lot of you think you're doing the wrong thing. Am I doing the right thing? If you understood it, you wouldn't ask that question because you would know exactly what's going on because you know the ins and outs of it. Are you listening to me? God wants you to get an understanding of what he's going to teach you. He don't say just learn it to do it and then do it. And then later on, when your flesh say don't do it, you ain't going to know why you're supposed to keep doing it. And then you're going to stop doing it. And then you're going to wonder why it ain't working for you. And it ain't working for you because you ain't working it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God needs you to understand this thing. God said, take my yoke upon me and understand. Because I'm about to teach you something. I'm about to train you in something. I'm about to yoke you with me. So as we headed in this direction to do what I need you to do, don't be sitting around asking me all these kind of questions. I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to explain to you about it. And I'm going to share you about it so that you can keep on being about it, about it all the days of your life. Are you listening to me? God wants you to be about it, about it. Come on, shout it. Praise God. Hallelujah. God wants you to be about it, about it. Come and learn of me. See, it's one thing to learn something. It's another thing to understand what you learn. God wants you to understand it. And what does he want you to learn? Learn of me. That word me right there is talking about me and mine. That word me is talking about me and mine. It actually translates me and mine. I like that. Ask me why. why? Because me is talking about me as a person, but mine is talking about what belongs to me. Because remember the, the, the preceding verse, the one that led up to this, it said the father gave me everything. I, I, I possess everything. I own everything. Everything is mine. Everything that belongs to the father is mine. And so I, and, and it's mine to give to who I want. So I want to come, I want you to come to me because I'm going to teach you something so that you can learn of me and mine. See, what belongs to a person is not limited to their stuff. 
A lot of times when we think of that, he's talking about of mine, you're talking about, well, dang, no, the earth is the Lord's. I'm about to get over. No, that's not what we're talking about here. That's not excluding that, but that's not what we're talking about. See, because many times what's more important to learn is not the stuff you got, but how to get the stuff. It's not the stuff you got, it's just how to get the stuff. Does that make sense? It's like the difference between riches and wealth. It's like the difference between riches and wealth. Riches are the results of wealth. Wealth is that which produces riches. And you don't just want riches, you want wealth. Because wealth is what produces the riches, which means you could be broke uh, today, but you'll be rich again tomorrow. Because you still got the means of production. Does that make sense? That's why you can have superstar basketball players that are broke a few years after they retire. Because they lost their wealth, their means of production. And didn't have a sense to not spend all the millions. Praise God, but we ain't going to get into all that right now either. He said, come unto me and learn of me. Learn of me, of me and mine. Turn over to Ephesians chapter 5. Minds includes everything that they possess. Everything they possess. That includes wisdom, knowledge, understanding, clarity, expertise, know-how. They'll show you how to be able to do every single thing that you need to know. That's why he said, come unto me and learn of me. Learn of who? Now, 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 Paul understood this because Paul was trained by Jesus. Trained by Jesus. He said, I was not taught by man. I was taught by God. Jesus taught him. Let's see one of the things he learned. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1. It says, be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. See, in order to be the type of sons that Jesus was, that Jesus was, in order to be the type of son that Jesus was, we're instructed by God to learn to be followers of Jesus. That's why he said, come unto me and learn of me so that we can become followers of Jesus. That word followers right there translates imitators. It's an imitator. See, imitators do what they see others do. Imitators do what they see others do. And he wants us to imitate him. Do what we see him do. Because see, we don't know how to be close sons. He is a close son. We don't know how to get to the father. He said, nobody knows the father but me. I know how to, I know who he is. I know how to get you there. So come, yoke yourself with me. Let me teach you and then follow me and do what I say do. Imitate everything that I show you. That, 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 that word signifies, that word uh, followers, it signifies assuming their gate. Assuming their gate. Not G-A-T-E, G-A-I-T. Assume their gate. Which means walk like the person who is being imitated. We're supposed to walk like the person that's being imitated. Which means however they walking, we're supposed to walk. Whatever direction they walk is the direction that we walk. At whatever pace they walk is what we walk. Because we assume they gate. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed with what the Word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing what the Word of God says about the increased intimacy that God wants us to have with Him. I hope even more that you're seeing the importance of doing what it is that needs to be done to have increased intimacy with God like He wants with me and you. Because if you do what needs to be done, then you'll follow the pathways to increase intimacy that God's Word lays out for us so that God can get what God wants, that is, increased intimacy with us. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just got to the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christensen, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas. 
888-357-7213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and check us out. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Massey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. I guarantee that it'll be a blessing to you when you do. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas who a very beneficial fellowship has held a Word of Faith essay just for you. Especially if your desires to draw closer to one another and to have a better marriage. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that will help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month. Well, the wildest wedding folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, A, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Later on, VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and spend one evening out of your month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing all of you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at A Word of Faith Essay. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 